Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 41, chapter 3, part 7, pages 89 through 90. The Blessed Virgin Mary also knew this type of scorn when, 40 days after the birth of Jesus, being warned by an angel, she had to flee to Egypt together with Joseph, for the king had decided to kill baby Jesus. She lived there for seven years among people who had different customs and spoke a foreign language, people who worshipped false gods and animals. While the Blessed Virgin Mary, being the mother of God, could easily receive God's protection against Herod, she preferred to flee and suffer humiliation on account of her living among people of different customs and a false religion. Although she was a mirror of holiness, Mary did not refuse to live among the worst idolaters. Despite being the mother of the Almighty God, she let people regard her as a woman abandoned by her kinsmen, deprived of all help and care, and driven to flight by fear common to people in danger. Much worse than suffering scorn and humiliation is to be considered a sinner. Yet the Blessed Virgin Mary was not spared even that judgment. The Old Testament law commanded a woman who, that gave birth to a child to refrain from entering the temple for 40 days since she was considered unclean. The Blessed Virgin Mary, who was free from all bodily or spiritual blemish and brighter than the stars, had every right to believe herself exempt from the law of Moses. However, she refrained from entering the temple before fulfilling the other norms connected with the ritual of purification, so that, just like other women, she would be considered unclean. This was nothing else than Mary's belittling her dignity and giving witness to humility. Finally, the highest level of humility is a patient and eager endurance of verbal and physical abuse, as well as contempt. Saint Elias the Abbot writes, the one who truly exercises humility is the person that avoids quarrels, submits himself to all, does not contradict his elders, and patiently endures disdain. The humble willingly endure scorn, not because they have little regard for those from whom it comes, or do not care about their own honor, but because they consider themselves worthy of such hurts and insults. St. Dorotheus teaches, when something unpleasant happens to a truly humble man, he instantly feels compunction and considers himself deserving of troubles and insults. He does not complain or blame the others. The Blessed Virgin Mary also practiced this kind of humility. Every time godless people mistreated her son, this affected his mother as well. The godless Jews insulted Christ, calling him a Samaritan and possessed by the devil. This also was a source of suffering for his mother. St. Matthew writes that the denizens of Nazareth reproached her, saying, Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? Matthew 13.55 St. Mark adds that they shouted, Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary? Mark chapter 6, verse 3. St. Bonaventure thinks that they were saying it for no other reason than to insult and disgrace Jesus 
by pointing out that his mother was poor, spurned, and unworthy of mention. Just as Christ's faith and teachings were persecuted after his ascension, so later many writers, Pharisees, and heretics alike turned against the Queen of Heaven and Earth, the Mother of all holiness. She endured it with humility. While grieving over their shame and eternal damnation, Mary not only patiently endured the attacks against her honor, but also regarded them as gifts and rejoiced in the chance to join this way in her son's passion and carrying his cross. In this next section, Venerable Casimir reflects on the scorn that Mary would have to experience living in Egypt with Jesus and Joseph for seven years among foreigners, speaking a strange language and worshiping false gods. All the while, the life of her child was in peril because Herod wanted to kill him. He reflects on how Mary would have been judged by the foreigners. She was never unclean, and yet she observed the wait of 40 days before entering the temple after the birth of Jesus. She would have been considered unclean by others during that time. She accepted every cross and humiliation. And Venerable Casimir also reflects on the pain Mary experienced as people would mistreat her son Jesus. They attributed his good works to the devil. Jesus was called the son of a carpenter and of Mary, a poor, insignificant woman. Mary accepted all scorn with humility, knowing that the opinion of others is not important. We have come to do the will of God. Mary united her sufferings with those of her son. We should do the same. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, 
recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you. And God bless you.